listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa. Reshaping minds for better future. Welcome back, Basix. Uh, tonight we are here. Tonight we are here to celebrate our very own. Because most of the time we normally celebrate people where F. Like they are not with us anymore at mm. times. Oh, so you're saying you're we celebrating me now? We, 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 we're not appreciating <laughs> them. Remember, okay. this is the last uh, show in this month. Oh, thank you, Mr. Yes. Masuka. Thank you. So I really um, appreciate your kindness. Gav, mm. good evening. Good evening, Mr. Masuka. How are, are you? Are you good? I'm good. How are you? Mm. I hope everything is okay. Uh, yeah, sister, we are here just to celebrate you, just to appreciate you, the work Aww. that you're doing for us, for the station, and you make to me feel special. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Masuko. I really appreciate your kind words. It is an honor to be here. Um, yeah, doing a show, right? <laughs> that is not mine. <laughs> definitely is an honor. Yeah. It definitely is an honor. Mm. So tell me, like, if today you were to be asked, to just to say or tell people about yourself. Um, maybe given a painting or a billboard mm. about you. Mm. What would it read? Hey, it's tricky. Like I generally like find it difficult to basically like tell people who I am. Because mm. um, I think telling people who I am is based on what I am now, right? Okay. It's based on the buried things, you know, mm. of what makes Gavaza mm. the person that she is today. Mm. So I think I struggle to answer this question because of that, because I feel like it's it's not, um, what do you call it? Um, it's more based on who I am now and not as an evolving individual. So... But but yes, I know, mm. <laughs> I now. know, I know, I know. I think maybe, like the reason why I'm saying this is because I see myself as a different person, like daily. There's a lot of things that change about me. Mm. Okay, maybe not a lot in one day, but like I keep evolving, I keep changing. So um, so Gavaza though, I could give you like a plain um, description of mm. how I was born. How I was raised, mm. you know, the Holy Spirit came and then my mom was <laughs> like, I'm joking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you did not say this. Just joking, Jesus. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Lord. I'm mm. not downplaying mm. the part that you play in my life. I'm really grateful, Lord Jesus. <laughs> I repent. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, so like I was born in a small town called Kiani. I uh, raised in Shimanga village. Um, so like in a way I was born there and then I, my parents lived to this side. So my mom went home to give birth mm. and then she came back to Joburg and then I lived here for like four years, went back home to my aunt's house in Guiani mm. in town, stayed with her for I think a year or two and then moved, stayed with my, my grandmother. So basically my grandmother is the woman that raised me in mm. its essence. So that's me. Okay. And I went to primary school at Shimanga Village. And then after that, I went to high school in at Ketanumayo Agricultural High School. So that's where I finished my 
secondary education. Okay. So yeah, that's me. So what else do you want to know, Mr. Masuka, about me that I'm not comfortable in sharing? I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just so kidding. Growing up with your grandmother, mm. um, normally kids who grow up with their grandmothers are a bit spoiled. Yeah. Are you one of those? I wouldn't say spoiled. Were you not their favorite grand? Uh, oh, I still am. My grand is like, how old is she now? I think she's 97. Mm. And she'll still ask for Gavaza. Like, so we have that sort of relationship where we were, we are very, cl- we were very close. I so wouldn't say she's spoiled me. Grandchild that grew up with her, yeah. Oh, okay, no, I understand. So that's why I'm like, mm-hmm. no, well, yes and no, because my sister went to live with her when she was going to high school, but I grew up with her, like from okay. the time when I started primary school all the way up until high school. Mm. So my sister probably lived with her for like four or five years. Okay. Five years, actually, yeah. So any challenges that you had in terms of your other siblings coming in and then feeling would she they are they don't get the love that they deserve from the mm. clinic. All the love goes to you. Um I think it's two ways because my gran um I grew up with her. Mm. Like she raised me by raised I mean mm. she's the one who was there all the time and I learned a lot from her. I mean I believe that I also became a Christian because of her. of her. Yeah. Okay. So like she grew, she raised me up in that manner to say, you know, you need to go to church. And I remember I used to hate it so much, guys. <laughs> I used you. to hate going to church because mm. my da- my grandmother would sing it so much. Like, no, you must you must go to church. And then my cousin who lived with us for a little bit, he mm. used to go to like Sunday school and whatnot. Mm. And then he would come back with like certificates for finishing one mm, year mm, of mm, whatever whatever in Sunday school. And he's like. When you don't even have anything because I didn't <laughs> want to go. I didn't want to go. Mm. But like when my cousins come, I think for them it's like they understand the fact that I mean I lived with her. So mm. even the family actually says that you know what, you are the like her last born mm. basically because mm. she raised you. Yeah. So that's how they see it. So it's like I don't think I haven't seen any challenge in terms of that. I did see it a little bit with my sister because she felt like my grandmother always compared her to mm. me. Because, I mean, I was d- my, my sister and I are different in many ways. Mm. So they would see certain things in her that they didn't like. And and then they would say, oh, but why are you not like Gavaza? Mm. But why are you not like for so many years? And I'm like, no, you guys need to stop because she's her own person. Just because she's one, two, three, four doesn't mean that she doesn't have strengths. Mm. So, yeah. So you have to stand in for her. Yeah. Most, okay. like majority of the time I had to do that. Mm. What's funny is that I'm also my mom's favorite. So... It's quite hectic. <coughs> <laughs> I okay. So yeah. now, most of the time, we there are most people. Mm. They could save maybe when they are older. Mm. So mm. with you, from your grandmother, mm. teaching you the ways of the Lord and all that. But when did you then decide to say now? I want to take this Jesus as, as my, my personal, personal Lord and Savior. I think, yeah. um, I mean, I grew up in church, right? So, like, mm. majority of my life was the basically church. church, even though I didn't even understand to a certain extent why mm. I had mm. to do that. I would go even now and again, though. But um, my one thing that actually I'll say that my grand taught me was to pray. Mm. 
You know, my grand was one of those grands that would wake up at night and pray. Mm. Like legit. Like she would wake me up and then we start praying. Mm. If she has something outside that does not sit well with her spirit, mm. <laughs> she'll wake up. And it's time pray. to pray. That time you're going to school the following day, but I'm not complaining because I really, I cherish those <laughs> moments. Now, when I look back and I'm like, yo, this woman really like taught me a lot. Even mm. though I didn't want to go to church at that time, mm. we used to sleep in the same room because I was afraid to sleep alone. Mm. So like we used oh, to yes, sleep in the yeah. same room and then she would, we would wake up and pray and pray and pray and pray and then we go to sleep. The following, same thing. It goes in the morning, you wake up, you pray. Mm. In the evening, when you eat, everything. So... Um, eventually, like, I think when I was 13, that's when I decided to accept the Lord Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. And mm. it was after, like, we've had a discussion with my gran. Mm. I think that's where my salvation came from. Cause I sat down with her and I'm like, but do you want me to go to your church? And I don't want to go to your church. Mm-hmm. So I want to go to a church where my friends are. Cause I had friends from mm. school, mm. from like w- around the area that we lived and whatnot. And mm. none of them went to my gran's church. Mm. Also a very Christian church, similar uh, concepts or doc- doctrine in doctrine, a way. Yes. So we eventually we had that talk and then she's like, yeah, you know what? I don't care which church you go to. You can go to any church you want as long as you go to church. And I'm like, that's it. And mm. not so long after that, that's when I accepted the Lord Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. So you continued to go to her church or you decided you went with your friends? I went with my friends and then I went to my, to my friend's church. <laughs> and she went to the other church. Mm. Mm. So there were no conflicts? No. I mean, not that I wouldn't. I would go visit my, my grand's church every okay. now and again. Uh, just not all the time. Mm. Yeah, because she was one of the elders at the church. Okay. Mm. So some of the challenges that you faced as you growing up, as as a child of God, like uh, the stigma of being called Umam Fundis if it happened at <laughs> high school. <laughs> and mm. did you attend any SCM? Yeah, services? you know, it, I was as churchy as, you know, yeah. It was like that because... So my 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 father's side of the family, when I was growing up, were more Christian, mm. like more Christian, praying to God, mm. going to church, all of that. Well, as my mother's side of the family was not is not like that. So my mm. mother's side of the family is more traditional. They go bapatha, mm. they go and they consult when things are not going right. When they see mm. a problem, they go and consult. Right. So at the time. Um, I remember this one incident. <laughs> you know, I'd, this one incident. Um, I probably was like, probably like 12, 13 or 14, mm. or maybe even younger. Mm. And it was probably like at the time when I was just also like, in, in like in limbo, like mm. I wasn't really, I was Christian or I consider myself Christian, but you are not too sure. Would you, it's either you are or we are, or yeah, yeah, like I wouldn't say, not necessarily like that, Mr. Mr. <laughs> you're making me sound like a horrible person. <laughs> no, it happens, <laughs> no, it happens. as in like I hadn't made like a, a decision, okay, in terms of like accepting Jesus. I was still very young, mm. so I remember my grandfather spoke about, you know, Kit, you remember Catherine Mavuza, I think that's no, her, Mavuza. that's her name. She was uh, some lady who was basically involved in arts and culture. She was one of the ministers, I think, at some point. This is many years ago, so that's why you probably don't remember. I remember because my grandfather made a scene out of mm. that okay. uh, out of that story. So she says to me, he says to me that um, so Kavaza, um, when I really, really, uh, uh, you see what what is what is happening with Catherine Mavusa? Because mm. I mean, I, I got uh, uh, when 
generally like there's this thing that they do what do you call it girls initiation mm. right so mm. my grandfather was saying that why is it that i don't want to be initiated do mm. i want to be like Catherine mavuza who mm. got initiated when she's already a grandmother <laughs> you know so mm. he says that to me mm. and he's like yeah you see you're gonna be like her now because you are thinking when now you are better than this and this and this mm. you don't want to do this and this and that. i just looked at him and i kept quiet and then when he's he finished talking and then i went home Mm. Yeah, but that reminded me of that. Guti, there was already a stigma on my fa- on my mom's side of the family to say mm. you think you're better because you're Christian, you think you're better because mm. your grandmother thinks one, two, three, four, five. So there was already that tension happening. However, obviously, like um, um, eventually now, when they look at my life, they look at other lives of the people around us. They like, mm. you know what? We actually glad that you chose you chose this Christianity life. because mm. um. You are where you are because of what you believe. Mm. So yeah, yo, and it happens most it of does. the time. Like like right now, if you go back home and look uh, amongst your peers or your family members, mm. I like for myself, I know that most of them they look uh, more older than me. Yeah, yet some are still young. They're still younger than and you, eh? The cha- <laughs> and the challenges that they face, and it's it's like yo, God, I thank you. Mm. And so now it's late, unfortunately. Yeah, it's late. They can uh, they can go back. Well, you see. Mm. So now, coming from Limpopo mm. to Gauteng, mm. how did you balance? Um, I was. I think I would say I was in a position of privilege. Like I said, my parents lived here, so okay. for the longest time they lived here. So for me, it was like. I used to come visit, and then mm. I'd go home. I used to come visit mm. and go home. So it was like something that was familiar to me, basically. Mm. There wasn't much that I had to change because I was I was already familiar with the environment. And mm. yeah, it wasn't as stressful as well because I knew that my family was here. Yeah, that's nice. And then moving to tertiary, uh, you never had any challenges. They say, now, now that one. not there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <Ish>. <laughs> the tricky part, <laughs> ne? Ish. Guys, yo, you know, I always say that, you know, my grand's prayers, like, worked wonders. Mm. Yo, but when I had to go into university, ne? Mm. So, like, I didn't necessarily go to university here in Joburg. Mm. I was, I went to Kapstad, right? Mm. So, as much as that, that was something that I wanted. Mm. My father didn't want that. He wanted me to be around, around. to be in Joburg. Mm. So, what, we, what, what happened is I remember he took me around the universities in mm. January. Mm. He takes me. He, t- he takes me around. We go to UJ. We go to Vits. We go to TUT. We go mm. to UP. Trying to find a spot for myself. And that time I'm praying. I'm like, mm. God, no! <laughs> Don't let anyone accept me for whatever reason. Even if it means that they say no to just me, and then the person mm. after me they say yes. I let it be. Mm. And then it happened. And then we couldn't actually work that out. And then eventually I had to go. Mm. But I think going from here to that side was mm. a little bit challenging. I remember I even got sick the first mm. two weeks. Because so of the the weather. Because of the, yo, I got yes. so sick that I didn't even understand what but was Cape wrong. Weather, it's lovely. Uh, uh, well, in okay. <laughs> let me not even like say anything. It's it's it's, 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 it's a mess. In, four season in one day. Yeah, like it just <laughs> goes like you go into like lecture and then you come out and then it's like a different weather. You go for lunch, you come back. It's a different Jeez. huh. That's kept on for you. Yeah, but anyways, like, I think what was challenging then was the fact that I was very far from home. Mm. That's number one. Number two was probably the fact that I 
it was a completely different environment. The things that were acceptable in Cape Town were not acceptable in Limpopo mm. or maybe even in Joburg. In Joburg you know what mm. I mean? So, like, uh, we could talk a lot about, <laughs> like, but, Jay, even how you communicate. Like, mm. I mean, I didn't go to a Model C, uh, Model C high school. Mm. So, in a way, I had to learn how to communicate better. And because mm. the profession that I'm in, it forces me to also communicate so mm. in a way i had to like teach myself english imagine <laughs> out of mm-hmm. everything else i had to teach mm. myself how to speak english so are you trying to say public schools are bad? okay the public school that i went to didn't groom my english let me put it that way <laughs> i had to learn english it was hard to even listen to english <laughs> especially from like okay so you would have some lectures that are afrikaans or mm, mm. or uh, or mixed like colored and mm. stuff like that. and when they speak they speak Literally. differently and you mm. have to follow word for word and it's like hard to actually understand. So I'm mm. not saying all public schools are like that. There actually are public schools that are really good. But mine, when it comes to English, it was not like that. Sure. So now, how is the high school now? The, the high school that I went to, mm. same. Yeah. Okay, mm, let, yeah. Me, let me not <laughs> <go>. <laughs> I don't know. Not much has changed. Like for real. Ew, it's the same. I don't know what else could change. <laughs> but anyway, I understand. I yeah. I understand. I uh, let me not even go there. Yeah, you can go there. Hey, uh, uh, how was your school? <laughs> <laughs> because uh, yeah, now when it's coming, I think when it's coming to that, uh, I think it was then the playful part on my side. Oh, okay. Because uh, high school, yeah. Uh, I think my literature teachers, mm. they, like, yeah, they were strict. They, they were really you, good. You, 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 mm. like they will, they will paint a picture where you will want to learn things more. Mm. Yeah. Oh, like, okay. Like and then you would read you about Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, no, I did Julius Caesar. Okay. And then my, I, I remember my. My uh, okay, uh, I remember my <laughs> my teacher then. Uh, you Julius Caesar, my goodness me, he will you will fall in love with the with the literature. Mm. That's that's what I can say. Yeah, like from uh, from grade uh, oh actually I'm standard six. Yeah. Oh, so you don't call it grade, ne? Angdimina. Is it that time? Yes, Baba. Yes. <laughs> 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 I, I I mean I'm coming from that era okay. of yes, mm. yes the OBE it's not my I was you even beyond OBE I was not even there yeah that's what I'm saying you even like behind way over OBE Bantu <laughs> I did my grade one or sub A a Bantu I think it was 1980. Okay, oh. Mr. Masuk. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's yeah. That's I was not even born. I'm just saying. <laughs> <sighs> we, but we he looks young, you guys. Like he looks so young. That's what you were saying. It's the Christ. Yeah. It's the Jesus. Christ. That's yes. The glory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that. And uh, like most of the time I, I often get that. Mm. I'm beyond forty. Yeah, I mean like and if I you did me <laughs> grade one in nineteen eighty four, hello. Mm, yes. So yeah, eh. yeah. Okay, we have a <laughs> a, a comment here. But <laughs> Gavaza was scared of oceans. That's why she was. 
pick up to granny and the family. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Uncle P. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was. You never know, hey? It was actually my first time at the ocean. That's probably... He's probably... <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Because the weather... Yes, I kept down. I, I've been there, I think, twice. Mm. The longest time... I think it was was it last year mm. because I think on my wife's birthday I think we were there for a week mm. or a week or, t- or for two weeks yeah mm, mm. yeah that was the longest time but yay <laughs> and, <laughs> and, 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 and it was June but there were oh June is worse June is worse you, like you, June is you, it rains like, yeah <laughs> and then it's cold Not and it's windy <laughs> and you can't hold an umbrella <laughs> that's that's yeah. But yeah, anyway, so now you from Limpopo, mm. Jobek, Cape Town, mm. now here, mm. and you are working, mm. and you are also serving at church. Mm. What are the challenges that young people are faced with, at, 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 like that you have come across? That you mean? Um, one day there was w- one person said to me, is it okay for me to fellowship at Hope? Mm. But I adore Pastor So-and-so from another church, mm. which at times I often go there. Mm. Those kinds of things. Mm. And most young people these days, they do that. Mm. That's interesting. I never already thought about you that. Never, you never been th- in mm. that situation. Mm. But now, the church environment, the challenges that we have found, uh, like we have found at church, like, you guys. And how did they strengthen you? I think church is hectic, guys. I mean, as much as we are, I'm grateful to actually be here and mm. um, serving at Hope Restoration Ministries. It's a wonderful, wonderful church. Mm. I'm pro the visionaries of the church as well. It's really great. Mm. But I mean, speaking even from like uh, the time when I was still young, Mm. um, there are challenges obviously with whichever church that you can actually go to. Mm. Because I think that um, as human beings, as much as we are children of God, as much as we are Christians, we Mm. are also human beings. Mm -hmm. So there's an element of us that always like, shows up every now and again, even though it might not be intended mm. to actually come out the way that it does. Yeah. So, <sighs> church is hectic. <laughs> Serving yeah. is not easy. Like, it really requires you to see beyond um, yourself mm. and just think that, you know what, we are all flawed human beings at the end of the day. No one is perfect. And um, it's going to be challenging, of course. Mm. You're going to get hurt. I've got been hurt before mm. from church. I can give you an example of one thing that literally <laughs> hurt me the most. <laughs> Which um, is? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> I'm going to move back, 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 back. So, like, um, when I was still young, like, when I was still... Um, um, young in the Lord or young age-wise? Age, probably in the Lord, too. But okay. I'm still young in the Lord, you know what? I'm not old. I'm not a grandma. <laughs> so, like, th- there was a time when... I'm not going to mention anyone or any past. I didn't tell you the church, right? So, like, um, there was a time when I was, I think it was when I was was at university at the time. Mm. And then uh, my then pastor said to my one friend, Mm. who was a male friend, Mm. and then he had said to him (laughs) that, 
um, he should marry me. <laughs> right. But mind you, this guy was dating my aunt. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> so he was dating my aunt, and then he said that um, the guy should marry me instead. Yeah, but mm, because was he... I was the, that message revealed by the Lord? He told my friend. No, I don't no. know. I no, don't know. I, 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 does. <laughs> and does. Okay. I don't think so. Because here we are. Mm. My friend was mar- is married to my, my aunt. So anyways, lo- so like they, he actually tried to convince him. And mm. then my friend was like, he was like, this is crazy. And then he tells me, Guti, this and this and this and this and this and that. And mm. because at the time I was also young, mm. I go and I tell my parents. Mm. So I say to my mom and my dad that, yo, um, Pastor Sir and so and so said mm. one, two, three, four, five about me. And mm. um, I don't like that and whatnot. You know what my family literally said? Like, mm. leave the church. Mm. Like, leave the church. Don't go to the church anymore. Mm. In my head, and I'm like, no, I'm not leaving the church. Mm. I understand that maybe it's not something that I want or mm. it's not something that makes me happy because it's upsetting that mm. i mean i want to see them happy he's my friend i want to see him happy with my aunt i mean she's my aunt for goodness and by aunt i mean she's my aunt she's mm. my mom younger sister mm. how can <laughs> so eventually obviously like i was like you know what it's fine i'm not gonna get mad about this i'll mm. just continue going to the church and i continued so what am i trying to say also is that um as much as we are human and we are i mean as much as we are christians and we are devoted and we mm. want everything to go so well with us and with the people that we serve with and all of that at the end of the day um we're gonna get hurt and just because you're getting hurt doesn't mean that um that person is a horrible person mm. you can forgive you can choose to forgive and stay if it does not infringe to your whatever other things that you think about yourself mm. you know mm. so it, it didn't infringe with my belief it didn't infringe with what i want in life so i just continued going to the church so tell me um, as you're talking about church, mm. there's this notion in most of the mainstream churches and some charismatic churches, mm. and in particular when uh, a lady falls f- uh, pregnant, mm. uh, they sit her down, mm. but the man in charge or the boy in mm. charge mm. normally get away with murder. <laughs> or at times you'll find that there's Masu that they know he does not speak to Sipo, he does not talk to Sipo. Mm. It's okay. But this one must sit down. What mm. what what's your take on that one? Is it do we still need to pr- practice that kind of I think I think it's a little bit backward because um if I have sinned and in in fornication or mm. whatever it is, I didn't do that alone. Mm. I did it with someone else. So in a way, I do think that the church needs to be more um, more fair because mm. that's it shows a lack of fairness. Because now I'm the one who has to endure the fact that I'm pregnant and everyone can see that I'm pregnant mm. and mm. I'm not married. However, the person who's responsible or is just as responsible as I am mm. is actually getting a free card. So I think that people should be, s- both of them should actually be cut. As look of a better word that we use. What happens now when the person repents? Because when God, when you repent, mm. God restores you. Mm. And mm. the procedures of the church will be, yes, one, two, three. Mm. But what happens to that? And yeah, if I understand repented. that at times consequences must follow. Mm. But 
those consequences or it's God centered at times? I think in everything that we do, in everything that remember Paul says that everything is permissible to anyone to do, mm. but mm. not everything is beneficial. And at the end also the scriptures also say that um God chastens whom he loves. Mm. So whatever thing that I do wrong, there is a sort of punishment that it comes with. Mm. That's how I, okay, let me say that I'm bringing it here. Mm. Not to say that uh, that's why we actually can't say that grace means that I can just go about and do whatever. Mm, mm, mm. Grace means that you repent and then you turn away from that particular sin mm. and you move forward. Mm. However, if in that case someone has repented, some churches can actually put, I mean, I think it's more because it's not really like a, like a definite um, law or definite um, instruction. Mm. So, they can choose a certain period of time of rehabilitation to say, mm. okay, because this and this and this have, uh, has, has happened, you're actually going to be given like eight months or mm. three or nine months for the duration of the pregnancy for the both of you or 12 months or however long the church actually decides on. Mm. I think because it, it is more, sub, uh, how can I it? more subjective than objective because scripture does not directly address that's it that's in terms true. of time. So I guess that's when the church allows time to say, okay, because you've done one, two, three, four, five, this is the period of time that we are actually allowing you to go away and reha- be rehabilitated and come back and continue to serve. Mm. So, like, if you were to be placed as Umam Fundisa, mm. um, normally, at most, uh, you'll find at times they are troublesome. Some. What would you do differently? If in what way though? What do you mean? Like, like in terms of like this married, particular? Yeah, like you are married to, to a pastor. pastor. Mm. And what would you do differently? Because I'm not saying all of them. Because I don't want to. Um, some of them, they yeah. They go back and forth, back and not forth. Not back and forth, and they are just troublesome. Okay, w- okay. What's this troubles? I don't understand. Like in in what way, so that I can answer it correctly? Because in the way that um, there's that look that you'll know which was wasn't some amount is appearing that look. Mm. You'll understand which now should And at times you'll find them. Yes, they are strict, but at times you'll find which they are too strict. Oh, okay. At As in, like umamfundi um, siyen. Yes. They are. And at times, umamfundis, if umamfundis says this is yellow, even if you see that it's not yellow, Mm. it should be like that. And like, unless if you have never come across. I'm trying to think, like, I'm trying to think of an example of like what that, how that would present itself. Like, are you talking about in terms of maybe like a fornicated and then Umamfundi says, no, this person is no longer serving. Like, in what? No, no, no. I'm just saying generally, in the way, like, normally the way, how they will present themselves uh, be before people. And yeah. And how they will treat people. Yeah. Oh, yes. okay. Like at times they will treat people just like objects. And yeah. All not yeah. all of them, though. Not yeah. all of them. No, Umamfundi is not so like that. You see. <laughs> yes. So, like, what would you do different when? I think... I'm not prophesying that you would be one. I'm no, just saying. No, Jesus, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I think um, the way that I see it is that um, 
we give people love. Mm. That's the greatest mm. of the three, com- is it a commandment? What is it? Faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of them all is love. Mm. We give people love. Mm. And by love, I mean you behave like you love someone. You show yourself, so, would see, yes. I love this person. And not to say that you promote anything that they do wrong or mm. you are okay with anything that they do wrong. You love them. One thing that I find to be lacking a lot in certain people, in certain churches, mm. is the fact that we don't embrace each other. We don't love each other. We are in competition with each mm. other. And if Umam Fundisi says, hey, this dress is better than my dress, then you know there's that mm. bit of conflict. and mm. don't, don't. But I just say, like, just love people. I think that's my greatest motto. I actually love um, loving people because loving people does not necessarily... Um, sort of like dictate how much you give off of yourself. Mm. You sort of like just love them for who they are. Mm-hmm. You embrace mm. them and you trust and you hope that whatever difficulties that they have within themselves, God will work it out in, in such a way that it will bring good fruits mm. at the end of the day. So that's how I said. I think one thing that I probably do if I was to be a mom fundizi is to love people and not just to use people for what they can give me or what I can get out of them. Mm. Maybe they can sing for me or maybe they can make the show mm. happen, you know, in church. Maybe they can play the piano the mm. right mm-hmm. way or maybe they can usher, you know, their life out of things. But just loving people in generally. all their forms, generally loving people, mm. because loving people is—it's <laughs> beyond ourselves. You understand? I think when you understand the heart of God, you understand where God wants us to go as mm. as a church, as mm. the body of Christ. Mm. You understand how important it is to love people. Yeah, okay. that's no, that's I my thing. No, that's 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 nice. That's powerful, though. That's powerful. Uh, mm. uh, like, uh, ish, people. They don't love out <laughs> there. And you find one, uh, I remember there was a pastor who once said, if you know the greatest jungle is church, mm. because people, they just pretend to be mm. who they are mm. like outside. Like the, the, the example that I made, like there are, there are times where at church you would know that Mr. Masu and Usi Papa Kolumisan. Yeah. And it's okay. Mm, mm. And if 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 they are given an assignment, they can't work people, together. People will be like, "Hi, bo, musi." And but if somebody who is a drunkard, they are quick to say, "Ah, I'm so full, I'm so late." Or mm. to, but some of these things, I see collab And I mean, like also, I'm just thinking as well, Uguti, like you know. Everything flows from love. Like mm. everything flows from love. Your ability to say, Guti, someone has hurt you at church mm. and you can forgive them. It's not because we know you are just a nice forgiving. It's because you love them. That mm. actually makes you, it allows you to forgive them. Because if Jesus Christ could die for us because of love, because he died for love, he loved us. Hey, and that's why he died. You see the, the part of forgiveness. I will be talking um, uh, about that topic, I think somewhere during this month. Oh, month is it? Because I've realized that there are a lot of people who are being hurt from the pulpit. Mm. Yeah, and of course. <laughs> and okay, now not right now. Yeah. <laughs> not me. And, and they find it difficult now to forgive the pastor. Mm. And sometimes you'll find the pastor also being hurt because being used by the congregant. Mm. To get something after that, they leave the they poor leave pastor Ooh. and all that. Yeah. And now 
to because now we need to forgive each other. That process, mm. it's something yeah, that we'll talk about. <laughs> that we'll talk about it some other times. So it's now an sis, art. It's an art. Yeah. Let's leave it that way. <laughs> so now, sis, mm. um, I know, Guti, you you have a lot of positions. Like there are things that you do at church. Mm. Uh, your young adults, so like yeah. Um. What can you tell young a, a young person out there who might be like, you know what I've I've tried, but it seems like it's not working. Like tried what life? I've tried life, but it seems like it's not working. And a person decides to sit down instead of, or of coming to church, and the person decides, you know what, because now let's say for example the person it's a is an is an usher. Mm. And then feel goody <laughs> now. I'm not worthy to be ushering. Mm. I'm not even worthy to be called the child of God. Mm. So let me go back and fix myself, and then I will come back when I'm ready. Um, what can you say to that particular person? I think one thing that I would say is that um, the most important thing for any child of God, not to bombard you with a lot of info, but like, is just to like work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, mm. and by fear and trembling, it does not mean that certain things won't happen that will put you down. Mm. It does not mean that you won't make mistakes. It mm. does not mean that you'll be on your T, like on your, you know, at game, what is it, A game. A game but yes. um, it's just trusting that as you walk, as you serve, as you love people, as you love God, as you mm. continue to work your way to, you know, a stronger relationship with God or to becoming or being transformed to the image of Christ, you are going to have to obviously go through all of these challenges mm, as you mm. walk. Because just because you can't, uh, what do you call it? Just because maybe I struggle with one thing does not mean that I can't serve. Mm. I don't know if I, if you get what I'm saying. Mm, like just because I have fallen in this one part thing does not mean that I can't serve. For me, what's important is a repentance. Just repenting, oh, turning yeah. away from whatever that you turn away from mm. and you continue to serve. Because look at... If imagine if David had decided, mm. Uguti, Lord, mm. I have fallen. I've done one, two, three, four. Ego, mm. I'm not doing this anymore. Mm. Mm. I'm not mm. doing this anymore. What would have happened to the people of Israel? Yeah. What would have happened? So what am I saying? I'm saying that continue to serve. However, make sure that you check out your relationship with God. Make sure that you nurture it. You make sure that you are in constant communication with God because that's what's going to build your relationship with Him. Mm. At the top of the list, it's not necessarily just to serve and go to church. It's about how he continuously transforms you every day. Mm. That's so true. Thank you. Uh, because, hey, mm. uh, not that good see during our time. We never have that difficulty. Mm, we always did. Mm. It's just that what you, the decision-making process is mm. key. Mm. And then who is behind that particular uh, process. Mm. Because if you are on your own, then it's something else. Mm. Like what you said earlier on in your show to say, um, we are tossed and turned wide, like mm. but we're not destroyed mm. because mm. the one that we are with mm. is greater. So those things uh, need, they will come into play. Mm. And then, uh, you know, uh, I think in the book of Hebrews, there's a verse that says, or there's a chapter that speaks about 
this confidence you will need it along the way mm. and the confidence it comes from when you read the word of god you get encouraged mm. and then when you don't read the word of god but when challenges comes mm. where do you draw your strength where do you exactly you exactly because that's where that's where your point of attack is mm. through the word of god mm. Mm. yeah so yeah anyway it's uh it's almost um end of the <laughs> oh my time. I'm going home. I'm enjoying it's myself though. Not to say that I'm not. I really am. It's really fun to be yeah. here. It's almost four minutes too. Yes. So your last parting ways to and yeah, your last parting. <laughs> to whom? To <laughs> to, to, whom? The, to the listeners and then just to say yeah, your last words. Not oh. that you are dying. Mm? <laughs> Not like <laughs> Yeah, before we shoot you. Mm. <laughs> what are your last words? Any mm. last words? Mm. Um sure. I think taking it back from when the conversation started is that whatever that we go through, whatever that you've experienced as a child, as you mm. grow up, as you got to where you are today, mm. actually work together for your own good. You mm -hmm. know, God was building you up. Don't look at your challenges and see Uguti, you know what? This yeah, is failure. I'm a failure yeah. and all of that. God was working everything together to to sort of like make sure that he gets you to where you are today. Mm. I think that's one thing that I'll say. And also just like as a child of God, you know what? The salvation thing is not easy. It mm. does not come you know, on a silver platter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're saved now and here it goes. It I'm requires a continuous work, working of your salvation. Remember the Bible says that, you know, I beseech you, brethren, that offer your bodies a living sacrifice, mm. holy and blameless before God. And I think as, a, as children of God, we need to constantly over ourselves to sacrificing ourselves so that God can actually take over our lives. And then as we move forward, as we continue to serve, may he keep us, may he keep you, may he strengthen you mm. in areas that you think you are weak or in areas that you know you are weak. Mm. May he strengthen you so that you can overcome and continue to serve. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Mfundisa. Uh, um, I, uh, I know. No, no, no. Mm, oh, Jesus, No. And you're parting with her? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm humorous, am I not? I should be a comedian. <laughs> Instead of a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> but you do have uh pastors who like who you like you love their whole Yeah. Someone. And but yeah. Yeah. Well, what are you trying to say? I don't I'm I don't get it. No, no, no. I'm not <laughs> saying anything. I'm just Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you for continue to do the good work. Continue to show love to people. Continue to work for the kingdom of God. Because without soldiers like you guys, the kingdom of God is like yeah, but yeah. Yeah, continue. I can't semester that. masuk. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, all the best. Usayendlini, uh, driver kashle, wabaloi. I can see. Yeah, because That's yeah, the. Speed kills. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you bringing that up? Though? I'm just saying. Why are you bringing I'm that not saying up? you are speed. Ah. <laughs> I'm just saying speed Ooh, kills. I so. <laughs> so thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I hope I'll see, we'll see you next week. I'll see you next week because, yeah. I'm here again. You, you're here by again myself. By yourself. <laughs> you. But yeah. you're always by yourself anyways. Oh, but you always have kids. Yeah, yeah. No, but next week I might be alone. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. So okay. anyway, thank you so much. Um, you've been listening. Uh, we're just uh, sharing a story about her life. And then I just want to say thank you. 
You're listening to Hope Alive, your number one online Christian radio station. Thank you. 